0: what's up guys welcome to indian markets with kr a podcast where i talk about how the indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future i also talk about a few stocks and my trades so uh, glad to see you here and let's get started Welcome to episode number 169, and today we are going to talk about the extremely choppy markets that we have seen today. And uh, yeah, let's get started. Make sure you're listening to this episode at a speed you're comfortable at. I prefer 2x, I'm sure that 1.5x or 2x is the sweet spot here. Uh, so, yeah, let's get started now. A very flat close for Nifty 9261.85. It's down 4.9 points or 0.05 percent. 8k levels not attempted at all. The low for the day was 9230, uh, which just goes to show that you know Nifty is really unwilling to uh, go below ninety one ninety two hundred approximately that region. Uh, now it's not really showing me the updated FIs and DIs performance, so I'm gonna have to skip that unfortunately for now but then you can always look at it whether it's on NSE, whether it's on some other uh you know provider it's it really does not make that much of a difference but broad market indices we are seeing um once again you know actually uh it it appears like the small caps and the mid caps are the best performers and the large caps were either flat completely or they were down uh, just marginally down but still down so it looks it looks like uh, small caps and mid caps are doing well i remember reading uh, an article or a tweet or something that it was it was said that 2019 and 2018 were going to be the year of small caps and mid caps because of the previous underperformance uh, looks like that is what is possibly going on right now because they had underperformed in the past uh, you know, it might be just people trying to bet more on small caps and mid caps. That that might be likely, uh, among other reasons, of course. Looking at the sectoral indices, we are seeing banking down. We're seeing auto down, even though auto has so much of good news around. People are saying that they're bearish on auto and such. I'm seeing so many news articles and such on that. You know, market veterans are saying that you yeah, know this is the level to buy auto at. Uh, Today, of course, it is down, not really indicative of what might happen in the coming few days, Uh, but today it's down, financial services is down, private bank is also down, PSU bank's really strong performance, uh, up by around 4%, Uh, realty is marginally up, Not, not a lot, metal is down. And so is FMCG. FMCG, Hindustan Unilever was, uh, you know, one probably one of the biggest drivers for the day in terms of, you know, going down, which is something to consider. And uh, the other indices seem to be where they were at uh, earlier. Tata Motors has gone up. Very interesting to see it here. And I'm just trying to see if there is any other additional information that I can get from this, uh, from this page. And looks like there isn't. So we are moving to 52-week highs and lows. Ruchi Soya once again on this list. It is. It's just, it's just pretty wild. It's. It's at 280 right now. It was in double digits not too long ago. It was 160, 150 not too long ago, and now it's at 280. So close to 300. It's not even funny. Coffee Day was uh, one of the well-known stocks which is here uh, on the 52-week lows list. Which is, uh, which is shrinking day by day. Uh, another good sign because it shows that, you know, generally the markets are not really hitting new 52-week lows. Uh, again, good sign, but it's, it's not really the, the only indicator of what might happen. Large deals, none, no new deals here that I can see. Kotak Mahindra's short position is still here. Uh, and there was, a, there was an HCL short position earlier that I had mentioned. Today, of course, HUL was down, so I'm assuming that that sort of uh, short position was exited today because it's not really showing, um, you know, anything here anymore. USD INR, uh, and we, we're going to save the uh, the best for the last. So USD INR is at 76.53 right now, and uh, we had spoken about this actually yesterday. Approximate levels of where it should be at the chart is loading. Looks like it is. It is just partially hanging in the middle of nowhere it, it did try to fill in that gap opened with the gap up mild positivity but then it went back down very very sharply uh and this was not this was not uh, nearly around the time where our markets uh, went down sharply this was much before that uh but very very sharp uh, negative move happening on usd and i'm not quite sure of the reason for this Uh, but it is something to consider and as i've always said you know fx markets commodities can be extremely volatile and choppy if you're going to day trade or you know take swing positions into it so after that very sharp move down fx did take support at the previous open which is a good sign now coming to the hottest of them all WTI crude is down 38.48%. It's at 11.24, which is some are saying it's it's the historical. I'm not quite sure about that. But the last time this had happened was way back in 1999. So it's clearly been uh, well just over two decades since this has happened, and it's it's an extremely unexpected move. Uh, once again, I'm not quite sure what the reason for this is, but this has impacted the Indian markets in one way now uh, I'm trying to find the company's name Hightong Securities is one and where is the other? Hinliong. So Hinliong is apparently an oil trading company or something and they did not disclose losses in oil uh, trading worth 800 million dollars which is absolutely a mammoth amount and ICICI Bank had exposure in Hin apparently, which is why ICICI Bank fell down extremely sharply, and uh, it also sort of pulled the market down to some extent. So that's that's one reason how you know oil and crude affected ICICI Bank and therefore the Indian markets. Uh, but I don't quite recall any direct relation of WTI crude's fall. To the Indian markets fall because you know it was already going between supports and resistances to begin with. Uh, now I was trying to see some news, any news which has ha- which have sort of come up uh, over the course of this two or so hours that it's been after market close, and there is really not a lot. Air Asia is the first private airline to close private bookings, uh, you know, and yeah, that that's not not a lot of very fresh news uh bmw india's head has passed away unfortunately uh, but i don't really see it impacting any auto company really because it's of course unrelated to the industry uh and china is unhappy with india's fdi norms what a surprise uh china finally cares about what international bodies uh, set and rules and all of that so it's pretty uh pretty funny there now global markets all of them are in the red uh, except for set composite, except for Shanghai and except for Nasdaq. Nasdaq hasn't opened uh, since the weekend close, So since Friday's close, it hasn't opened yet. Uh, but I'm assuming that it's obviously going to be uh, negative because most of the markets are negative right now. Uh, and by the looks of it, you know, it, it seems unlikely to me at least that the Indian markets will be too positive tomorrow. Uh but then let's let's do just that in in the coming segment. So let's get to that. Nifty ten minute chart shows us a pretty massive, pretty sizable gap up opening, filled in that gap almost immediately, went down, took support at the moving average, right around the pivot point, went up again once more, took resistance at a CIP, went down again, once again to the pivot point. Uh you know, made a mild recovery but then that moving average resistance was lots so of pivot point support once again it ultimately formed a w pattern and then it went up right to the very first resistance that it had faced uh, you know when when in the beginning of the w pattern was forming and then from there spinning top followed by a massive massive fall now that fall is uh, possibly because of icici bank because it's very similar to when icici bank uh, had fallen so I'm assuming that that is the case now. Uh, the low for the day wasn't really broken after 11.30, which is a good sign. It, it basically shows that, that the, you know it wasn't forming new lows, at least with every passing hour or every passing minute, uh, which is a fairly reassuring sign. But then, all things considered, it basically just shows us on the chart that things are slowing down. And, uh, you know, if you look at the daily chart, you can see that it is still very much hanging in the middle of nowhere. It has taken support at the previous close, it has taken support at a high of a previous candle, uh, but then it still has that massive gap that it, that it needs to fill in. So if, if you know that gap filling does happen, we are looking at 89.90 or so as a price level. I'm not saying that that gap filling will happen, but I'm just saying that it's very likely. And if the markets do go down, the very first level that I'm looking at is 8196 uh, or so. The very first one, because that is where it's got a support. The next level that I'm looking at is 8 uh, is 9096, so just 100 points from there, and you know that four points, five points is enough for it to actually just uh, account for any minor psychological uh, level breaches. And the next level after that is going to be at 98996, and the one after that, as I said, is 89. Uh, 90 or so uh, Which is where uh, you know that gap will be completely filled entirely filled and the one of that we're looking at 8850 So I know those are a, a lot of levels, but then they'll make a lot of sense if you look at uh, you know the daily chart fit. it Doesn't really matter if you put on any moving average or not because you know the levels are going to be the same regardless But that's something that I recommend you do on the on the positive side we are looking at uh you know, not really considering the previous resistance that we've uh, resistances that we've faced. The very first level I am looking at is 9400 uh, the next level after that is 9515 so 9515 and the one after that is 9582 so those are the approximate levels that I'm looking at. Uh, it is not really uh, an overly positive move if these levels are hit uh, but then again these are the kind of levels i think that it might hit because even if it does go positive i don't really think that it has uh you know enough momentum in it to really breach so many resistances at once rsi is still below 50. in fact it's sort of turning back from 50 which shows that rsi 50 resistance might be likely so i'm personally not too bullish on nifty just yet but then anything can happen so you always have to sort of uh, make sure that you aren't too rigid on your views about nifty or bank nifty speaking about bank nifty similar uh similar moves are uh, we are seeing on the 10 minute chart except for the main support was the previous close support once it was breached we saw the pivot point being the next level uh, it's actually very very interesting how the movements have been for bank nifty because Without indicators, you could have still traded it, just using pivot points and the previous close, which is something I like. It basically uh, is a very neat representation of how technical analysis works at times, how naked charting can work at times. Looking at the daily chart, we can see once again that it's hanging in the air. And one support that we could be looking at is uh, 20,406. Today's low is 20,404, so not quite there, but still close enough. The next support level that I'm looking at for Bank Nifty is 20,330. One after that is 20,070. So these are the approximate support zones that I'd be looking at for Bank Nifty. And on the resistance side, I'm looking at... Uh, where is it? So the very first one is 20, 000, uh, 681, which is the previous close. After that, I'm looking at... Uh, 20,786, after that I'm looking at approximately 21,030, and after that there is another level right around 20,370 or so, so those are the levels for Bank Nifty, let's move on to my trade. Alright, my trade for the day was ICICI Bank, if I sound kind of weird it's because I just sneezed, it was a monster sneeze, and my voice appears to be partially... And uh, temporarily affected, but ICICI Bank now I I had shorted ICICI Bank the you know the trade basis the trade reason the trade's logic being that it was just taking resistances and right around 377 or so is is where you know you could really see the CIP if you move a bit higher to 378 you can see even the high for. The first couple of candles is right around that CIP. And of course, yesterday, uh, the last candle for the day, the last moving candle for the day, we saw it uh, hit 385. I think that was the second circuit for ICICI Bank. And then it shot down very, very sharply, which also shows somewhat of a resistance at higher levels. As As a result, I shorted ICICI Bank. And uh, I exited the short at 366.05, which was the low for the day for a fair bit of the day. Uh, but then, of course, that massive fall happened, uh, possibly because of that Ling or whatever the name was, um, you know, losses being discovered. And ICICI has a position in them. So that was a massive fall. But then it also ended up taking a bit of support from there. So uh, all things considered, positive day for me. Uh, Around 11 or 12% ROI for me, which is also a a very decent deal, in my opinion. And uh, yeah, again, what matters is that it was not a negative day, uh, which is is something that I'm super pumped about, as always. And there is one little uh, sort of observation that I had. I was looking at ICICI Bank and HDFC side by side, not HDFC Bank, HDFC. And it appeared as if HDFC's movements were being mirrored by ICICI Bank a few seconds later. So, if that really is the case, and if there are more such, uh, you know, sort of correlations uh, within the market, that's definitely something that you should be looking at. And uh, it's it's definitely something that I'll be looking into further because it also helps you know you understand. It's kind of like getting a hint in advance. Uh, it's probably the best thing that can ever happen. Uh, let's be honest. But anyway, that is something that I'd be looking at. Now on the daily chart, by the way, just by the way, I want to include this because, you know, since we analyzed ICICI Bank this much, then might as well include the daily chart as well. Yesterday, it had formed a swing high. And if you had drawn a retracement from there, like from the swing low to the swing high, which was yesterday's high, you would have seen that ICICI Bank, took support at the 23.6% level at 357 so it's very it's very cool how it respected that uh, you know that support level that fib retracement support level so make sure you draw fib- fibs as well you never know it might just help you an additional price level to look at so yeah and my lesson for the day very first one is of course what i had spoken earlier that uh, try to look at a few different stocks whether it's hdfc and icici whether it's a, it's a it's a different pair altogether or whether it's just one different from this pair that i already use and try to see if there are any relations in the movement you might find some relations between you know heavy weights of a stock and the index so for example the heaviest weight stock in nifty is HDFC Bank at 10.73% correct as of the previous uh, rebalance and if you look at HDFC Bank along with uh, Nifty or along with Bank Nifty because of course it's a major part in that also you might see a very uh, you know distinct correlation so that's the very first thing this is something we've already spoken about the second lesson is also something we've spoken about And that is setting very clear targets and goals. And today, for instance, I set my target and I put a limit order at that target, 366.05 as I said. And had I not set that target, had I not set that limit order, you know, very concretely and very firmly, I would have not gotten that trade. And, you know, had I not gotten it, um, ICICI Bank ended up going right around my cost, which is possibly where my stop loss would have been. Uh, trailing stop loss anyway so uh you know had that limit order not executed i would have not been able to uh, exit at such an ideal price so uh yeah i mean that 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 of course has two different uses sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't then you, you really need to sort of keep that as an option also so uh, yeah that's the lesson for the day and that's it for this episode i hope you got something out of it i hope you found this helpful and informative if you've got any feedback questions or anything you just like to say at markets with kr on twitter at and markets with kr on instagram that's it for this one see you in the next happy trading tomorrow